0: Hello, hello.
1: Good morning, everybody.
0: Yeah, so we haven't been, we didn't do it last week because we went to a uh, drag race. So we didn't have the time to come back and, and do it. So a
1: drag race? You mean like men dressed as women?
0: No, in terms of car racing. Oh,
1: the original drag.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't
1: go for the other stuff, do we? Yeah. So, so tell me, while we're
0: talking about drag, my question I have is, why do women wear makeup?
1: From drag to makeup.
0: Yeah, why do we wear makeup? Why do
1: women wear yeah. makeup? Like what? It's what? It's, it's a good question. I think you yeah, could ask where it started from.
0: No, but like, why? Why would a woman want to wear makeup? You don't see guys running around saying, "Whoa, I want to." Did wanna... you see
1: guys wearing makeup? They okay. want to be like women.
0: Okay, so so again, my question I have is
1: why do women wear makeup? I think women wear makeup to either hide aging or to enhance their beauty because they don't feel that they are beautiful enough.
0: Oh, that's what drag queens do.
1: They hide their age. (laughs) No, they hide their gender.
0: And their age. Everything. That's why they do that.
1: Then why do clowns wear makeup?
0: Again, same thing. (laughs)
1: to <laughs> hide anyway, anyway, their age anyway anyway
0: yeah anyway so that's just um, that's just a thought I you had
1: me I must stop wearing some makeup
0: I'm just saying in terms of the the, uh, the concept of drag yeah, we went drag racing with cars
1: oh okay drag yeah. racing with cars
0: so um, what what kind of questions we want to talk about today because I said you said that we had a list of them and I thought well
1: well after we, you know we ask our listeners to send in questions that we can respond to and, we and have- how do they send it in they sent a message and uh, asked us a question.
0: Uh, through the comments? Through the comments, yes. I, didn't, I never saw a comment.
1: Well, they sent it to me.
0: Oh, so it's one of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: It could be somebody we know. We don't want to reveal yeah, their you know identity. You what I'm saying?
0: That, you don't want people to start commenting and asking of questions. Of course
1: we do. People must comment and ask questions. Well, we love that.
0: Do you actually read the comments? I don't read any of the comments. We haven't had
1: any comments made.
0: I'm sure we have, but I haven't read any
1: Oh, well, if people really care, they'll they'll send us the questions. And so, when we spoke two weeks ago about angels and demons, one of the questions was, do humans become angels when they die? Mm -hmm. Because you always hear at funerals when somebody dies, they'll say, uh, especially parents who have lost children, they say, oh, well... You know, God needed another angel, so they took my, they took that that person's child. They exaggerate and they say angels are greater than humans. Therefore, you know, human beings leave Earth to become angels. That's the aspiration. You know, like a caterpillar, it becomes a butterfly. So, the question is, do humans become angels when they die? Um,
0: The the honest answer is. In the scripture, there's no such thing as a, a person becoming an angel. They are completely different beings. And um, in terms of the progression of a, a believer, for example, when they die, they'll go to heaven. And then after heaven, they will come to the new earth where they will reign on earth for 1,000 years. After the 1,000 years, that's when they'll spend time with eternity with God in the human body. So, the same creation that, that God intended right in the beginning, by having Adam and Eve, that was in the garden, that was the perfect design of God, that is in the beginning. And that's what God wants to continue ongoing. It's not to m- convert humans into angels. He doesn't want to have angels into humans. Actually, God doesn't want even the procreation between a, h- a human and an angel. They need to keep separate. So there's no biblical reference anywhere where a human gets turned into an angel. If anything, the Bible does talk about that the humans will stay humans uh, with immortal bodies and spend eternity with God and there will be angels there too, spending time with God.
1: Okay, so uh, I think that's pretty clear humans do not become angels and they don't become flowers in God's garden of heaven either. Do yeah, you? yeah well, Okay, you need
0: to understand, I think you need to just um, to dissect the fact that people's emotions get caught up in making up things versus looking at it from the scripture. So people could say, oh, a flower in God's garden. It's more comfort, they say yeah, to comfort it's, themselves. It's, it's, it's comfort, but it's, it's nothing to do with scripture. It's just a a tradition or something that people have passed on, nothing more, nothing less.
1: Okay. And the second question they asked is, can demons or angels die? And if, if yes, how and when do we see evidence in Scripture of angels or demons dying?
0: Well, we do know that angels and demons are separate they like uh, even fallen angels and demons are, are separate beings and uh, we could call, we can talk about that at maybe another time or maybe even this time but you do see that hell was created for what
1: for the for angels
0: for the devil and his angels devil
1: and his angels okay which so are fallen basically fallen, fallen uh, he's angels. a fallen angel so he was created like an angel and then he fell
0: and so hell's created for them so that's but they no they're not in there yet but they will be thrown in there and the Bible does talk about when you talk about humans humans are going to be thrown into the lake of fire that is known as the second death the first death being the physical body dying and the second death means maybe could it be another death that they're happening a soulish death so the, the concept of an, a fallen angels perishing it could be all we know is that they're going to be thrown into the lake of fire where there is going to be a further destruction on them. Um, now then the question becomes, okay, what about demons? The, uh, the script doesn't talk about what's the, the end result of the demons, but let's, be, let's talk about when Yeshua was uh, on earth, The angels came, uh, the demons said to him, We know who you are. Have you come to judge us before the time? So therefore, they know that the judgment is coming upon them. Do they know? Um, and then, and also, I said, do not cast us into the before
1: ab- the time, right?
0: Yeah. You, you come to judge us before the time, so they know that they're going to get judged. They know there's going to be a judgment on them. What the judgment looks like, they don't. We don't know. They also know that they begged him not to cast them into the abyss. So,
1: which is a place where they're locked
0: up? Yeah. Well, so it's actually inside the earth or the bottomless pit. Um, but they'd
1: be locked up if they were cast into the abyss. Or can they yeah be they' be locked
0: up so so in terms of death uh, that could be a, a temporary form of being locked up um, but like the Bible is written mainly for it's, it's written for mankind for mankind to live their life. So about the judgment regarding fallen angels and demons, uh, we know that there's judgment on them. we know that what the judgment on the fallen angels are. I don't see in Scripture necessarily where demons are going to be thrown in the lake of fire, but it could happen. It doesn't say it doesn't. So, but I'm just sharing what the Scripture shares.
1: Okay. So, uh, you know, one of the pieces of feedback we got from, from, from someone was that we should give more context to some of the things we talk about. Because sometimes you and I bring up controversial topics, which... Uh, have no, uh, they don't have context, and for people listening, it could be these these two are a little bit wacko. and so I'm we saying, are. yeah, we are okay, so <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy for Jesus, but it it can come across as that way. Is that hang on, you guys? on a totally different you know it doesn't even make sense it's just and it could could put people off which you know that's fine if it puts people off but i do think it's helpful feedback that we could provide context so now if somebody's listening to this and they don't understand the concepts of demons and angels maybe we should spend a little bit of time talking about the origin how it all forms and where where they'll come from because we also talked about demons in previous podcasts so maybe we can flesh it out a little bit and talk about so I was thinking you know where does the origin of 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 the fallen angels and and Lucifer where do they come from I mean I know but I'm asking you as you know to create conversation
0: I have to pause and think and say well okay what bearing does I have on I, we, can, we cannot we can talk about it definitely but what impact will it have on any person's um, living?
1: Well, I think a lot of a lot of people in the current day culture and it's something you notice, you and I noticed when we came to North America is they don't recognize the existence of a spiritual world.
0: But maybe that's what where it starts. And therefore if someone recognizes it, then at least they will be conscious of it. And then the Bible says uh, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and dark places and authorities, authorities yeah. etc so yeah. it's in Ephesians uh, 6 verse uh, 12 and So it talks about this and therefore we we wrestle not against flesh and blood And so we need to recognize that there's a spiritual world Now look, look, and so therefore yes, we can do something different but understanding the origin or so
1: maybe I maybe I asked the wrong question. I don't I don't think no it's, we could talk about the origin as as opposed to the fact that there is a spiritual world mm-hmm. and that I mean I've even heard some statistics that we only see is it one tenth or one fifth of what's really going on. So everything around us that we see as physical that we see with our own eyes, which is kind of the three dimensional we see. Is only a, a fraction of what exists in the spiritual world, and if we could see what's happening in the spiritual world and the authority we have, I think that's a powerful, a powerful assistance to to daily living. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, no. Like I, we
1: don't let most most Christians, let alone any human, but most Christians don't understand the the power and authority we have and we've been given.
0: Yeah, and, and I think it comes down to. You know, we always have this discussion with various people, and one of the first things we always ask people when they want, if we want to go deeper in terms of the scriptures, we ask them, "Do you fast?" And if they don't fast, it's normally a red, red flag. In other words, don't continue down this road, um, road with this person because if they don't fast, they're not going to get it anyway.
1: You mean don't continue down going deeper into the yeah, scripture? D- d-
0: don't, don't don't start because they're not going to listen right. because it's going to be much more difficult
1: so so what you're saying is if you want to understand more the first place to start is to to fast and pray
0: fast pray spend time in the word and and you have to peel off the tradition of man you have to peel off what you've been taught and you need to dive in the scriptures right and we are and also understand that we are continually learning never think that you arrived at the place for. uh I was saying to somebody yesterday you know what's your vision? and I can paint the vision I want to see people that are deformed, reformed I want to see people that are, are deaf here, blind, see um, people that are maimed, made whole people that are missing body parts get new, new body parts so uh, demons cast out with a word so that's the picture are we there yet? no but that's our, our objective of getting there because we, I do believe that it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. But what leads people to God's goodness is His power. For when people experience His power, they can understand, Oh, He's so good because they, they set Him free from whatever. But the power of God is released by mercy. So by re- leaning on God's mercy, like Jacob did, he leaned on God, God, and then he wrestled with God by leaning on Him. That was the solution that the angel touched his hip and leaned on Him, that's the solution. His was name was changed to Israel. That is our, is to lean on God's mercy, of what He's done through through what Yeshua has done. And by leaning on that, that's when the power comes, that's when the goodness comes. So going back to the original question, is, is what again?
1: <laughs> the question is <laughs> context of the spiritual world i guess is the original question is the context of understanding and I, it probably goes back to understanding authority in the spiritual world the fact that there were there were there's a spiritual world god is is a spirit being who created all of these angels who existed before and and most people say Oh was there a, a pre-adamic time and we don't have to get it. I know it's a very controversial topic is did was there an existence of a world before the creation well, of the six day the earth creation of six days
0: and and if you start talking about fallen angels and demons and all that kind of stuff, then you'll have to bring those kind of things yeah, up. Yeah, you
1: have to dig into it, right? Because it's you have to ask yourself in the garden, what was no. Adam commanded to to protect the garden against? When did, when did Satan fall? Cause what, he do, was, what do you
0: mean does he needed to protect the garden against? Well, the,
1: the Lord said to Adam in the garden, a command he gave him, he said, tend and guard G U A R D, guard gar- the garden. So you wouldn't tell somebody to protect something or to guard it unless there was something to protect against. So you're looking
0: at that Hebrew word because that some translations would say it's like you tend the garden and also diligently keep the garden. Right. Keep it. And so by keeping it, that's what they would refer to. But you're saying that the Hebrew word uh, many times refers to guarding, protecting against. Mm-hmm. And even text. if you
1: don't, even if you, you want to, you know, have a debate on that word, you would say, the next question you would ask was, well, when Satan went and tempted Eve, at which point in those six days of creation do you see the, 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 that Lucifer fell? So you have to assume it was at a different time.
0: Correct? Well, it, was it end within the six days or was it after the six so days? That's
1: the question, right? That's the question most people would ask. Mm-hmm. So... But you also know that in the garden, the Lord gave us humans, gave Adam and Eve, dominion and authority, right?
0: Okay, so, so, so what is the question? Are you, are you referring to the question, um, when is the pre-Adamic world? Is there a, such a thing as a pre-Adamic world? In, in other words, a world that existed before Adam and Eve? Or are you asking when are angels and demons created? Um, and are they the same?
1: Yeah, I mean the questions go on and on from there, right? Are they the same. Where what, what what's the reference in Genesis 6 before the flood when you saw angels come down and, and sleep with mankind? Where do the Greek and Roman gods and Aztec gods, where do they come from? How does this all fit in? Where do the what's do speak the concept about that of watchers and nephilims and well, we we touched on it briefly. We never spoke in detail. So and you know, this does provide context to many of the conversations we've already had. So I'm thinking that it's important to have a, have a background because we talk a lot about casting out demons. We talk a lot about demons, harassing people, people be having issues with, uh, you know, I mean, you and I believe issues with pornography is demonic issues with, with you know any sexual issues homosexuality transgender this is all demonic oppression what's happening in our world today we see it's demonic mutilating children you know uh promoting promoting sexual choice to children that's that's dis- it's disgusting it's it's pedophilia it's grooming and it's all demonic and once you understand the big spiritual picture of the battle of cosmic forces of the the, the de- demons and angels you know, then you have questions like, well, why doesn't God just wipe them out with one file sweep? I've heard that question asked many times. Mm-hmm. Why Why is there even this battle? If God is so big and so mighty, why is he not just destroying the enemy? So, you know, those are all the kind of controversial questions that come out of the spiritual world. But if you don't have the background and the context to have that discussion, the answers don't make sense.
0: Yeah, and I, and I listened to that question, why doesn't God just wipe them out? Um, and the reality is they also have a right just like humans have a right um, to exist so but that's why you have to talk
1: about the order of the universe right
0: well yeah and, and we can we can talk about it and that's a big topic and I know that we only have like 20 minutes to talk about it so we can definitely talk about the origin of, of angels um, and their progression and then we can talk about demons um, and are demons the same as unclean spirits and I know we're gonna go into controversial topics. That's gonna, what this
1: is, right? The,
0: this is what the, the whole objective of this. And this these are
1: com- com- comments and discussions that have ha- that people have had, uh, you know, especially regarding some of the things we have really brought up in our podcast.
0: Okay, so um, so where, where, where are we gonna start first?
1: Well, I think we should start with. Hmm, I was gonna say, let's start at the very beginning. But which beginning do you want to start?
0: Well, let's start with when, when Yeshua said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Luke 10. Right? So if, if that is the case, he fell from like lightning from heaven, when did he fall?
1: Right. And, and, we, and Yeshua said he saw it.
0: He, so he saw it. When did it happen? So we know it was before when Christ was on earth, uh, around about 30 AD. So it was before that. He saw him. When, when did he fall? And so when we look at some scriptures, we just brought up Luke uh, 10. Another scripture we bring up is, is um, Revelation. It's 12, verse 3, around about there. It talks about the dragon. The dragon in heaven, uh, appears in heaven, and then he leads a third of the angels. The stars. So a so third of the angels. Okay, it says stars, but it means third of the angels, and he brings the angels to earth. Um, so he's a dragon already. Right.
1: So when Yeshua saw him, he was a dragon.
0: He was a dragon already. Right. Okay. So
1: he must have chosen become a dragon at that before that point.
0: Before that point. So if if it's a dragon at that point, and that point when he he led a third of the angels to come down to earth, that is the time before the time of Noah and the flood, right? So he would have got a third of the angels to come down with him and so he would must have fallen before that point
1: okay so we're working backwards this is a logical way of looking at it yeah
0: okay so, the, ne- so the next it's before
1: qu- Noah
0: so it's before Noah so then the question is okay was it um, did he fall when he tempted Eve um, and
1: just before she tempted her in the garden well he- uh,
0: at that time so did he fall so maybe God was upset with the snake and threw the snake out of heaven at that moment, right? So after, after was it at that moment when he said, Yeshua said, "I saw him fall from lightning from heaven," and the answer is no, because you say "Why? Why do you say no for that?" Well, because he he was really um, deceiving; he was really going into the, the, the snake, so he had fallen already. It's not like God was surprised by his fall, and. You don't see in the scripture that he cast Satan out. No, he spoke to the serpent. For example, the serpent himself was the one that allowed Satan to enter into him and to talk through the serpent. So the scripture will say in like revelation, this is the devil, this is the serpent of old, this is Satan. That everybody's referring to this. This the same, same being. Um, so Satan must have fallen before that. So, what day did he fall in? Because God created the earth in six, in six days. days. Correct. But we do understand something that Bible says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and then darkness ran over the face of the deep. Notice, the, the sea was ready there, the earth was ready there, the heavens the waters, was ready there, yeah. everything was ready there. Day one, let the light. So in other words, we need to talk about things like, when did he create the globe, the earth that we see today, It It doesn't
1: reference it in in Genesis 1, does it? It doesn't reference it. It doesn't reference when the water was made. No. You you can't show me where the water was made. No, you
0: separated it, but it didn't say... And it it even
1: says that the Spirit hovered over the face of the deep, which indicates there was water there already. It wasn't created by the Spirit Mm -hmm. at that moment.
0: And there's darkness. Oh, so uh,
1: darkness was also sent, and we know that with God...
0: In Him there's no darkness. There's
1: no darkness.
0: So so then you you have to ask the question... If God is light and in Him there's no darkness, how come there was darkness? And when, if you're making something, like if I'm making something uh, um, at my bench, I put my light on because I want to see what I'm doing. Now, you say, well, God doesn't need the light. But the Bible says, in Him is light and there's no darkness.
1: But He spoke specifically and said, let there be light, which means He, he had permitted.
0: To send- no, He says He let there. So He, yes. per- he permitted the light. In other so words, He
1: sent it. Because
0: so why wasn't his light there as automatically there in the first place?
1: Yes. Brilliant. Right? Exactly.
0: His light should be there in the first place. If you look at that same word, um, uh, it's a dark, um, formless and void, that same phrase, formless and void, is also used, I think it's in Jeremiah 4, verse 23. I'm getting going from memory.
1: Yeah, it's a, it right it's
0: a, Well, you don't look it up now. Just, okay. People can look it up themselves. Um. And formless and void is referring to a a destructive state. Destructive state of Israel. Like chaos. Chaos. There was a destruction. There was a judgment that came on Israel. And therefore it was formless and void. Okay. So in summary, there was a destructive state in the beginning. In Genesis 1 verse 1 to 3. And the same verse can also be translated. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth became formless and void. That, That word is translated seventy percent of the time, became, in in the Hebrew Scriptures, in terms of the context and in terms of the, the tense. So, became is also a very good translation of that word, which makes sense. So the then the question is, what caused that destructive state in the first place? And we believe that was Satan. When Satan fell from heaven, and the earth was in a destructive state. So, when did he fell. Oh, sorry, when did he fall? That's when he fell. And then he led a third of the angels um, after, well, he, he tempted Eve. And then after that, he led a third of the angels to come and sleep with mankind. And then they created these aboriginal beings. In other words, there were a mixture between humans and angels and humans and animals, this mixture of beings. They are known as the Nephilims. And when they died... Where did they go? There wasn't a place designed for them because there wasn't, so there's no such thing as hell or, or heaven for them. Um, and so they were earthbound. And that's why the angels have access to heaven. So angels can go to heaven, they can come on earth. But, but unclean spirits, or should I say the, the spirits of the Nephilims that died, and so they died in the flood, what happened to their spirits? They didn't go to heaven they were earthbound, and so that because they had bodies, now longer have bodies, they are seeking bodies to dwell in, and that's why when, when Yeshua, they said to Yeshua, cast us into the pigs, and don't cast out of the region, but cast into pigs, because they want to go into bodies, they don't want to be um, wandering the earth, they, they want to get into bodies, because being in a body means that they have access, they are able to influence have authority and have authority. Exactly. So that's that's where unclean spirits came from, right? Now that's unclean spirits. And when you say the word unclean, unclean is in reference to spirits that not designed by God, they um angels and, and humans mixtures and and that and that's why they are seeking bodies and so when you do a comparison between fallen angels and unclean spirits fallen angels can go to heaven unclean spirits c- don't. Fallen angels c- um, can go into a person, they can but it's normally the unclean spirits that go into the person and possess the person and have, give them thoughts and, and, and so forth then I'm going to just throw it out there, I'm not we don't have to get into too much, but the world that existed before Adam and Eve, this, this destructive state, that Satan came down, and uh, when he fell to heaven or from heaven to earth, who was he ruling over at that time? And I believe that there was a world that existed before Adam and Eve on this earth, but it was not. Um, run by by humans. God only created humans 6,000 years ago. But there were a, a beings at that time that were under Lucifer's direction. And I base that on Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah 14. For it says, By the abundance of his trading, iniquity was found in his heart, and then he fell. In other words, he was trading for some time with these kings, and then... Iniquity was found in his heart and then he fell. Okay, we know that in the Garden of Eden he had already fallen, so therefore, what, what was the t- who was it before? So, these beings that were under his rule, um, I believe that they also were demons and um, they were also earthbound. But again, that's just um, a few passages that I've looked at. Again, you may not agree. That's okay. The objective of if if someone has a demon or an unclean spirit, don't get bent out of shape and say, "What is your name?" Like so many people do. Forget about who cares what the demon's name is. It's not that important. Cast it out. Cast it out. Now, Yeshua did say, "To to what is your name?" Because he just wanted to know. Well, not all the demons he, he said that to. But we start making doctrinal positions. The key thing is you want to get the person freed of the unclean spirit or the demon. Uh, verses, and again, an angel. Um, there's only one indication that I saw in scripture where Satan actually entered Judas himself at the at the garden, not the yeah, garden the table. at the table when when Yeshua gave him the um, the bread. The bread when he gave him the bread. That's when he fell. Just. Oh, wait, when I say it fell, that's when he entered into Judas. Um,
1: so the question is then, okay, because that helps to give perspective on on the spiritual world. A few, I mean, I know there's a lot more to talk about, but it's not this kind of mm. forum to have that discussion. But the question is, why can't God just wipe out all the the demons and angels and just 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 you know? Trap them into a certain place, or why do why does it ha- why did it does they have to be this battle uh, between the angels and the demons and and, and humans?
0: I give I give you my, my my personal thoughts, and then I, I'll, I'll t- t- my, my my one thought would be
1: mm-hmm.
0: life has the freedom to choose. And there's freedom. So fallen angels and angels have free will. Demons have free will. And they have the right on the on the planet too. And so by the Lord violating that, he, so he's leaving them, letting them wander, letting them influence, and those that are open themselves up to demons.
1: Those people you mean humans. Th-
0: those that choose to, that's their right. So it's like for example um should we go into all the stores and take out all the weed that people are smoking? You go no well no we'll make we we'll leave it available. If they want to take it, take it. Giving them the free choice. Mm-hmm. But you can't keep taking things away. So if people don't want God and they want they want their own life or the alternative. The alternative is that's demons. That's what fallen angels do
1: the darkness of Th- destruction that's, chaos. that's
0: that kind of world so in other words feel what that world feels like because then maybe you'll turn from your ways that's why when paul um the guy was sleeping with his father's wife paul says to the guy or actually well, says to the team i've handed him over to satan why did he hand him over to satan why didn't he hand him over to god because to Satan to buffet him, to hurt him, so that he comes to repentance. So sometimes the angel uh, the fallen angels and the demons, their job is to kill, steal and destroy. And 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 if God removed all the all this opposition from them, probably people won't actually really be seeking for God because they will be their life's cushy, they don't need God. That's why it's so difficult for a rich man to enter heaven because there's Their their security is in their finances. But the Bible says, with God all things are possible. So going back to why does God allow them? Well, because one, they have the right. And two, mankind has chosen to, um, some of mankind has chosen that they want to live in that lifestyle. So He said, okay, go and enjoy. See what it feels like. Right? And so... Indirectly, God is also using them to let people open up their eyes, so they can come to repentance. Uh, he doesn't want them to go that direction, but if you want to go there, feel what it feels like, and maybe you can be, maybe you can feel the consequences before it is too late.
1: Right, and so I think that it it it, it helps to give perspective because I think the other side of it, or a different perspective, is that. There is this battle the Lord wants to have people who want to choose him to live with him in in heaven he 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 wants those who desire to follow him and to to seek after him that's the concept of the freedom of choice that you're talking about and so what you end up seeing happening on earth is the spiritual battle where the enemy is presenting his options and they're all dressed the 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 options are dressed up with know fame Mm -hmm. money glamour glitz riches wealth all that opulence as a facade to suck people in Mm -hmm. to follow his ways whereas the lord says this is what i'm offering you i'm offering you a life where you can you make mistakes, but you have the option to repent. You, 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 you know. I'm giving you a way to follow me and and, and he, obey my 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 commands to love me and follow me. And so, the spiritual battle that that everybody is in is is the ability to make these choices, the choices of what exists. But to ignore that there's a spiritual world is like saying that you you, you don't have a, humans don't have a spirit. They don't have a soul. They they live in this one di- or I'd say one-dimensional because it's so flat but they are they're, they're bigger things and I, I think that people do not the enemy has tried to rob people of what their true authority is you and I've talked about that before but this is just to help to to add perspective to that because our authority was given in the garden the end we gave authority through Adam and Eve gave that authority to Satan Jesus came back, won the authority back for us, and now we can walk in that victory. It doesn't mean we're not going to have battles and struggles, but there's, 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 we have the victory, and mm-hmm. the Lord has given us, made us, given us the ability to overcome, right? Yep. yep. And and so to say, well, the Lord could, could. You said you had two perspectives about why the Lord doesn't just come and take people out, and the one is it would violate His word.
0: Well, well, I said because of. Free will. Yes, it's free, free will, will first. And, and and also the fact that the second one was um, that, that humans, they... It, it's it's a form of filtering. Filtering. Right? Like in the garden, think of it. In the garden, the only opposition that Adam had was one serpent and a tree.
1: One serpent and a tree. Think about that. Yeah, and
0: everything else was perfect. Perfect. One serpent and a tree and he fell. So God said, Okay, um, how about... Now, that those that want me will fight to be with me. And that's why the Bible says that the, the violent take it by force. Right? You know, we fight. The kingdom of heaven. Yeah. We fight to enter the kingdom of God. We, we push. We don't just, we don't just, uh, no, we fight to enter in. So if it was very easy for Adam to uh, walk with God in the garden, it was very easy. It was just one tree and, and, and one devil. Okay. That's all it was.
1: It's actually quite... Uh,
0: and now, what you have is... Now, if you say, well, if you got every every single thing, you like you saying, oh, it's like, uh, I want the Garden of Eden. I want the Garden of Eden, but I don't want any temptations and I don't want any things. How do I know if you love me?
1: Mm.
0: How do you know if you really chose me? Are you choosing me because you're fearing me? Is that the only choice? Or are you choosing me because you want to be with me? Mm-hmm. Right? Do you love me? And so... You're looking at this world today, and you see how God says, "Okay, if you if you want me, you, f- you fight, fight to be with me." And now there's more than there's lots of demons, and there's lots of temptations. There's more than one tree. There's many many trees out there that you can eat from.
1: There is a battle, right?
0: Now, now there's one tree of good, and that tree is Yeshua. That's why he's the tree of life. Okay, one tree of good. Come to the tree of good. So now, notice the tables have been flipped, right? Uh, in the Garden of Eden, one tree bad, one Satan. Now you have, it's flipped, where everything else is bad. Now you have one tree is good, it's Yeshua. Okay, one tree is good, that's Yeshua. And and what else do you have?
1: Well, you have the Holy
0: the Spirit. Spirit. So in not tempting us, but helping us to the tree.
1: And to stay to, close to, to the tree. To eat
0: the tree, from the tree. To eat from the tree so that we may live right yeah now we fight for that we fight yeah so God says, okay devil you came in to try and do this now watch in your playing field I'm gonna beat you not just one I'm, I'm gonna get many people mm-hmm.
1: and then you fight to stay well Holy Spirit helps us to fight to stay connected to the tree so that it ultimately, we will be in the environment where there will be nothing mm-hmm. but perfection.
0: Yeah, and and those people that have fought this world to spend time with God against all these obstacles, against finances, about, against sickness, against devils' attacks, against uh, persecutions, Persecution. fought continually. How do you? What do you think eternity is going to be like for those people? They would, if they fight with Him when there's so much unbelief around. When they see Him, they're never going to be thinking about... uh, People say, well, in heaven one day, do you think that um, we will sin and we will want to to be with God? I'm thinking, if you fought on the earth where all there is is unbelief and destruction and pain and suffering, and you fought to be with God, and and now you're with God, you're never ever. Now, if a person on earth doesn't want to be with God, well... They're not going to be with him. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, and now maybe God, uh, they can hang around some demons a bit to say, you know, what? I don't really like this other this other world. And God's still in His mercy; is still extending His hands, saying, "Okay, now you feel pain like that guy in One Corinthians five. Uh, Satan may buffet him, that he his body can be hurt, so that he comes to repentance. Mm-hmm. So his soul may be saved. Maybe it's not his body will be saved, but his soul will be saved, which is more more precious than his body.
1: Which it reminds me of those scriptures um, who with faith and patience inherit the promises. Mm -hmm. Because even Abraham never saw the fulfillment of the promises he was given. Right? He never saw his mighty nation that God promised Mm -hmm. him. He said you'll be a father of many nations. He never saw that fulfilled. But the Bible says with faith and patience will inherit the promises. And the other scripture that comes to mind is in Revelation. They overcame him by the blood of the, lamb, the dead testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. And that's part of fighting. And I think, you know, as as, our, as we've gone through the whole spiritual aspect and we come out to, you know, your, your the insight that Holy Spirit gave you about what we're struggling on earth and how we're fighting through it, you know, I'm hoping that as people listen to this podcast, they are encouraged because I so often just hear about the doom and gloom that is around us in the cultural war in the spiritual war, in the uh, physical, all the things that are happening. And I and I, I I just pray that through this podcast people are encouraged to say the Lord has got it says in scripture, he he holds us in the palm of his hand, we're the apple of his eye. You know, not a I mean if he takes care of the sparrow, how much more does he care for us? He he knows the hairs on our head. He we're fearfully and wonderfully made we created in His image, and He's always taking care of us. And we have the evidence of so many mighty men and women in Scripture who followed the Lord, stayed close to Him, chose Him in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the d- destruction, in the midst of the chaos and the enemy, and and He He kept them. Mm. And and the question always is not the question, the statement always is: even if even if something happens, we know where we're going, and so. Be encouraged, even when we persecuted or we feel like we're in the minority. The Lord has got this, and we know where we're going, and we have the promise of a of a beautiful, beautiful eternity. And um, and I think sometimes, you know, in the midst of day to day, it's easy to lose sight of of the the future and the hope that we really have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and especially when you know, especially when you see, you know, we've started this month of June which is labeled by the world. I don't even like to give it any kind of mm. elevation. But, you know, life is beautiful. Life is holy and precious. And and, and, and nobody and, claims a month.
0: And, and, pride, again, and pride is not something to be celebrated. No,
1: it's not. All the pride. Lord says pride comes before the fall.
0: Yep. yep. And, 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 and so look sin. at this. It's, it's Sodom and Gomorrah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, and those that... Or pride that's what that's what satan's initial r- that's fall. why he
1: fell from heaven yeah
0: and so guess what satan's trying to do he's trying to say look at me I, i'm going to use the pride people be prideful but don't understand people when they're prideful what happens is they fall and yes that's why it's pride because these guys are have pride they are swallowed up in pride romans 1 is all about that that they are puffed up and god gave them over to the wickedness of their mind that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. so it's, so and by the way, God creates the months, nobody else creates the months, He creates the days, so they can't take it. but all it, it shows it shows the enemy's weakness. It's actually showing that he is it's actually very blatant. and if Christians are um, and that's why also we spoke about it yesterday, people need to wake up in the churches. You don't have every person that say in church is a Christian. You must really wake up. They are dogs. Bible talks about there are goats wolves snakes pigs so get to know who those are and you can know them very easy how by their fruit look at their fruit look at their children is one way okay
1: look at who they're influencing
0: yep look at do they walk in the power of God
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you, do they bring people closer to God? To have a closer relationship with Him. To honor Yeshua as the only way, not one of the ways. It's like we spoke about yesterday. Like I said to everybody, all roads lead to Satan. You can go different ways to Satan, but there is only one way to God. And that is through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeshua HaMashiach. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me but by me. There's only one vertical uh, way to heaven. One vertical. There's not multiple ways. If you want to talk about horizontally or going to different places, yes, there's different ways. Horizontally, even into the hell, different ways to go into hell. But they will end up all going into hell. But there's only one way to heaven.
1: Yes. And, and I think that it's 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 important to remember, you know, to focus on what's important. Because you and I have even struggled recently. Well, not we haven't struggled, but we, we face some persecution because we choose to obey the law of God. We've, we've struggled it for a long time, but it seems to have come. It, it, the enemy tries to attack us in this area every Well This is what we're going to
0: talk about today. We'll talk about maybe the Sabbath and, and the pork. This is what I thought we were going to talk about today. And then, you know, we changed the Well, topic maybe the we front. can
1: next week. But i just going to say that it's so elementary. You want to criticize somebody who wants to keep uh, one day a week as holy. What are the real things? What are people doing? Are they casting out demons? Are they laying hands on the sick? Are they helping people out of, you know, out of their their misery and and destruction and and chaos? You know, let's look at the fruit of people. So, I mean, we want to come back to the beginning of this, which was all about the spiritual world and Mm. how we are overcomers and the Lord has given us authority and we only have authority through Jesus Christ. Mm. We have Holy Spirit inside of us to help us discern and there's nothing that is too difficult for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a good place to end.
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: So I think maybe you should pray this time. Okay.
0: Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for helping us through today's discussion. I know it's pretty intense in some, some spots. And um, I do pray for the listeners that you touch them. Your word says, Lord, that we are more than conquerors through Christ. So, Lord, I say thank you for making us conquerors. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you have anointed us. You have anointed us to preach your word to the people. Thank you for your
1: blessings on everybody here. In Yeshua's name, amen. Amen.